The book is a rather famous one by George von Wright called In the Shadow of Descartes. I think what he's trying to do, but I think to some degree unsuccessfully from what I've read so far, I think what he's saying and what he leads to as a conclusion, which I think is not actually correct, is that despite most philosophers having given up, the core of Descartes' thinking, particularly in relation to the difference between animals and humans, they're, in his view, still trapped by what he calls Descartes' shadow. Descartes' problem was this, wasn't it? That having seen that animals, organisms and humans were, as it were, like machines working like clockwork, that once you've adopted that view, you've got a problem. Yeah. Because if um, they function like that then where indeed is free will. Exactly so. The yes. ability to choose and yes. make intentional action. Exactly so. Yeah. So you've got a problem there that if one cog turns another cog that turns another cog that turns another, the world is deterministic. Exactly. Then what do you have? And so Descartes' solution was to have a duality, that there was something in addition, for humans in particular, there was some additional yes. thing, which was, That's of right. course, the soul. Yes, that's exactly uh, right. That, as it yeah. were, governed the machine in exactly humans. So. so there could be yes. free will. Yeah. And so this is the fundamental problem. And in a sense, it's the case, I suppose what he calls the shadow of Descartes, is that even where in many aspects of science people might have abandoned the idea that there is some sort of spiritual being... Yes and that there is just simply clockwork, they're left with the same problem, that they've just got machinery. Because what is connecting the two? And so they abandon um, the idea that there is intention and free will. Yes. And so yeah. see free will and intention as we see it as being sort of um, uh, mirages. Exactly so. Yes, mm -hmm. our interpretation of what happens as opposed to what really happens. Now... But then also, having done that, they have kind of imposed another kind of dualism because they're still wanting a controller. And that's the problem, isn't it? it, it you know, where is this controlled from? And so they've invented, so, uh, you know, in the sort of modern synthesis view, they see that the things are controlled by genes. So the gene yes. has substituted the soul, as it were, that's right. in terms yes. of the yes. control. Sure, and that's why it's in some ways called the secret of life or the book of life. Yes, it's as though there's a holy grail to find, and if you don't find it in the form of something other out there yes. that can interact with our mechanism, you place it somewhere down there that's the funny thing of course yes what's the difference between out there and down there yes we have the same problem don't we with um the notion of consciousness 
and 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 we have d- d- difficulty sometimes in 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 really understanding what on earth we mean by the term conscious. We could say things like aware of oneself, but then one could say, what is it that is aware of oneself? And so, yeah. people look for the seat of consciousness. They look for That's something right. else or yes. some bit inside the thing, which is. Um, uh, as it were, the, the, the heart of consciousness. Um, and that somehow or other you could sort of look at other species, other animals, and say, well, you know, there's no way of thinking that they have consciousness as well. That we can only say that we have consciousness because we're aware of sure. our consciousness. I- exactly so. Well, actually, that's got a long tradition in philosophy, isn't it, of distinguishing humans and animals on the, sen- the, the question of self-awareness and therefore self-reference. Now, that's partly broken, of course, by the fact that just observing some animals will yeah. lead you to say, well, they clearly have a sense of self yes. and other. And, what um, is it, would you, what yeah. would you, when you say, you're saying that as if it's sort of obvious that they have a sense of self, and what in... Um, in reality, are, would you be looking for to determine whether a being has a, a, a sense of self? You, yes. you could have a robot that's sort of behaving yes. in a variety of kind of ways, but we wouldn't necessarily necessarily assume that it had an awareness of itself. Yeah, that's right. So what is it about an awareness of self then? That I, I think that's quite difficult, actually. I mean, what you can do is to begin to put together a number of criteria by which we identify awareness in ourselves. And then you can ask the question, do we see the roots of that kind of behaviour in other animals? Is there any other... Is there some kind of behaviour that is adopted by other animals that could, as it were, only or best be explained by the concept that they are aware of themselves? Good question, and that's where we have to ask questions like, is it the case that the animal is anticipating, and is it the case that they're anticipating the actions of other organisms? Yes. And that begins to get you into the key to much of this, which is the interaction with other organisms, and then interact with yourself, and so on. The other becomes a a key in this... Because if one is anticipating behaviour, you're doing it on the behaviour of one being understanding, as it were, the logic of behaviour. Exactly, that's right. And therefore being able to anticipate from what it is that you're doing or you're saying um, of what you might be uh, about to do. It's anticipatory. That's right. In social beings, of course, that is all important because most of our interaction depends upon this ability to anticipate what it is that the other That's right. is doing. If you think of it in terms of predator-prey interaction, yes. then for the predator to have a, a good sense of the logic that the prey is following would mean that you get a much higher chance of anticipating his behaviour in various circumstances when it will run to ground, when it will go up the tree and, and so on. So it seems doesn't it fairly obvious that anticipation of others has to be part it has to be a key ingredient so there we've got one thing which is this anticipation now there is a 
the processing of that information in in the um, observation of, of one individual of another, uh, whether it's one individual in a social context or whether it's one individual of some potential predator or some potential prey, and in anticipating behaviour, there is a process going on, presumably in, in animals, in the nervous system, but in the system certainly there is a a logical, a process which calculates and understands the logic of that situation. That one key, one key yeah. question, though, would be then: Is it necessary that that be conscious, or is it necessary that they would, in any way, be thinking about it and making decisions about it? I mean, well, do do do. How do we know whether? organisms will think the way we understanding thinking well the interesting thing is it doesn't even have to be conscious in humans because we all know of situations where we arrive at conclusions without we may have posed the problem at some stage we arrive at a solution later and it comes to us and I would say that's going on unconsciously. I'm not conscious of the fact that when I try to remember a name, I sometimes see it, but I can't read it. But that's, that seems to sort of... That seems to make the problem worse for us in deciding what we mean by thinking and whether or not making decisions about whether other species think in the, in the way we understand it. Actually, we'll come back to the question, of course, whether yes. we really do understand it. I, I'm not sure that we do understand no, it, do right. we? Yes. But you see, it makes it worse for this reason. I think because you, you refer yes. there to the yes. fact that these processes are going on where we're not even conscious of that, it, that they that, come right. to us. So what yes. that indicates is that an enormous amount of so-called thinking, yes. processing, is occurring without our being aware of it. Well, that's right, and I think that what's happening is interesting because it's where I depart from people like von Wright in his book, The Shadow of Descartes, because I think what's happening there is that we are, as an organism, as a system, exploiting something that is not logical at all. We're exploiting stochasticity. Ah, now this is interesting, isn't it? It's good. Yeah. The, the, the... The problem with the deterministic view is that because you can see that when A occurs, B occurs, and if B occurs, C occurs, and if C occurs, D occurs, and so on, that um, there is this deterministic nature of it. That yes, if, if that's I, right. It says that if only we knew all the relevant that, information, that, that exactly, yes. we would know what the outcome would be, because yes. the outcome is determined. Precisely. Now, if it were the case, however, that A more often than not causes B, but sometimes causes Z, mm. then you introduce a probability. You introduce... Yes. Um, variation yes. that is, as you rightly point out, perhaps based on stochasticity. That um, so let's let's explore that again because what yeah. we're what we're trying to say here is that 
in the thought process, as it were, um, you could introduce in that possibilities that um, may or may not be right, but are, as it were, possibles, mm. scenarios, inventions. Yes. So is the, is it the, the process of thought is in that sense sort of abstracted in the sense that it's right. representative of situations. So you could yes. create different scenarios before yes. choosing one that you might consider to be the right. more appropriate. Yes, but I think we've got to add then something else very important because it doesn't create any old scenario. If all we're doing when we're doing something like that is to jumble the whole thing up, throw the cards in the air and see how they fall down, it would take us the lifetime no, of the universe. So let's put some criteria in there. What yeah. we might say is that what is necessary is that it... Um, has solutions which, as it were, it holds because they are solutions that have worked in the past or have been appropriate in That's the past. Right. Yeah. Uh, but what we're saying is that there needs to be, however, in the process of thinking, a creativity. So yes. what it does, it's almost as if it has an algorithm that sort of says... Yes, but you must, every time you make a decision, yes. you must consider other possibilities. Yes. And you must always produce something novel in the possibility. Whether always is a question. Well, whether, let's just yes. come back to that. But, but let's just pursue this. Yes. Let's just, okay. Okay. Yes. So, you know, instead of just simply saying, there's this situation, there's the solution. So going into the bank and bringing yes. out the solution yes. and then producing the response to it because that's yes. the solution. Yes. That instead of doing that, what happens is that we know we've got these bank of solutions. Yeah. Let's supposing we only have one solution for the moment. But what we say is that the thinking process is saying, let's produce another solution. Yes. And in the process, what, what one says about that is that, in, is, is that, you know, look, the criteria here is that it has to be novel. Right. Um, yes, but not totally novel. Well, you destroy what was... Good. No, you don't. Just, no, 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 no. I'm not saying that. We've no, got that solution right. exactly. already. So, that, we hold yes. that solution. We've got but, that solution already. Yes. But what we're right. saying in the process of thinking yes. is that you create. Yes. There's something creative about it. So what you're doing is saying. So yes. any and the creation is not necessarily deterministic. You wouldn't know no, what was going right. to be created because Indeed, there so. is a, a certain yeah. kind of use of stochasticity yes. in the generation of the novel idea. Yes. You allow a free That's right. turn of exactly. the wheel, as it were, Precisely. to see what comes up. So yes. it goes back to this um, uh, example we've used before, the fruit machine in relation That's exactly to... exactly right. So it what we're saying again. is, look, you know, yes. we've got oranges and exactly. lemons. Let's yeah. give one more turn of the thing and see and whether see. we come up with something that yeah. is even better Yes, in terms of a, a combination right. as a solution. Exactly. And so that part of it is not algorithmic in no. the same sense as um, a straightforward, uh, logical 
process of saying we know this therefore that must be true no it's algorithmic in the sense of saying if this spin yeah, the wheel exactly that's right now this is yes. that's right so what we're saying about thinking then is yeah. it's the spin it's the spinning of the wheel the spinning of the wheel yes because, and that yeah. spinning of the wheel can either happen yeah in a subconscious level, or we can be aware of it. Exactly. So. Now, whether we're yes. aware of it yes. or not is yeah. whether the problem is, as it were, um, presented. So, um, yes, if, you ca- if you came in the door now and asked me a question right. that I had not anticipated, I would then be thinking about my reply. Yes. But even yes. when I was not thinking of your reply somehow the system has also got um, relevant information and processing that is applicable to that answer. Mm. Okay? Yeah. But in addition to that, I am also spinning the wheel. That's right, yes. Sometimes I don't spin the wheel as much. Sometimes I do just simply rely. The last time I saw it, it was over there. Yes, indeed. Um, Yes. You know, when I spin the wheel, I might say, oh, hang on a second, how long ago was it that it was over there? It may not be over there now because, um, you know, I haven't seen it in a short while. But my assumption is that it's over there, but of course it might be over there instead. Yes. So stochasticity is constrained. It has a constraint to yes, it. It's constrained the... by experience, yes. and therefore... uh, by the amount of information that is, it's able to draw upon. Therefore it's worth thinking of it as a, an exploration of part of the space. That part which is constrained by the rest of the thinking, which may be highly <coughs> logical and very nicely arranged, uh, so that the conclusions follow fairly clearly and firmly from the assumptions about the way the world is. But you arrive at a point where you've got to allow that stochasticity to occur and see whether you can complete the solution to the problem. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, I think there's one thing, this may be a slight digression for a moment, but if so, we can just leave it to one side once I've stated it, but we might want to come back to it, because that has a very good parallel in mathematics. There's a very important theorem in mathematics called Gödel's theorem, sometimes called the incompleteness theorem, because, precisely as I've just said, You've got much of the solution, but you can't be sure yes. of the rest. Now, what he showed um, in his logic of the question, could you always demonstrate mathematically that all the conclusions that can be validly stated within the system could be shown to be true from within the system. And the great achievement of Gödel was to show that that was not true. That for any mathematical, therefore logical system, there are always statements that will conform perfectly well to what can be stated as a plausible theorem within the system, which could never be solved and proven within the system. I hope... I've got that right. Yes. Now, we might want to come back to that because that's a very deep issue. But I think there's a strong analogy there with what's going on with 
thinking which is open-ended and it's therefore o- creative. It's, it's, it's open. Which is that you don't create from a base in which you are throwing all the cards up in the air or spinning all the wheels. No, that's right. You do so because you're at a base where you've got most of what you need. Exactly. But you haven't got that last bit. Exactly. And indeed, we, we, we may also, by the virtue of that, of course, identify what we might need to be more certain about the solution that we might have produced. Yes. And so a system doesn't passively receive information. Yeah, that's right. This is the crucial thing. The brain doesn't passively receive information. It actively explores. So the active exploration depends upon our perception of the world about us. And so if we're, as it were, continuously testing... Yeah. our hypotheses right. about the world. But we're yes. also continuously revising to some extent to, to allow, yes, those right. hypotheses about the world. Yes. So the system the system is actually more like a scientist than Indeed. not. Yeah, yes, right. Because it yes. generates hypotheses about the world about it. Yes. About us and sure. and and um, and then seeks to test to yeah. some extent, whether those ingredients are, those solutions are correct. Yes. And would obtain more information yeah. to assess that. Yes. So, it, so what I think we're getting at now is that thinking is part of the process by which we engage and determine the environment about us. And make right. sense of happenings, make sense of events. We can only make sense of events yes. if we know the context in which they're occurring. That's right. And we yes. anticipate yes. what might be happening next. Yes, and we would not be able to perceive anything in the world if we did not have a framework within which we can perceive it. Precisely. Because it isn't the case that there's data out there in the world which we can process and make sense of without such a system. Yeah. Now, again, we, we can use the analogy of the got most of the solution but need the rest um, because you can then think of the most of it you've already got as the framework within which you're trying to solve the problem. Yeah. And then the bit that rotates around, the wind Precisely. spinning or the cards throwing in the air... Exactly. Um, that is viewed from within the structure you've already got. Now, always possible that structure yeah, yeah. needs revising. Exactly. Well, but it's you actually... Con- see, it goes back to my point, the fact that, in a sense, it is a continuous process of revision. Precisely, yes. You know, That's it's, right. it's It's... it's yeah. um, you know, our vision, for example, is not simply um, like a camera that no, takes a picture right. of the world and stores no, it. No, we uh, are. It's a continuous iterative process. That, that's exactly it's right. Active dynamic interaction. And, and so is thinking. And because, thinking, yes. yes.